It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. The Tigers and the Astros at Minute Maid Park on Wednesday. Daniel Norris, the lefty, facing Charlie Morton, the righty. Game is scoreless in the third, but the Tigers have a threat. That'll get away and score a run. Can the Tigers take a 1-0 lead? A lot of knowledge by the Tigers coach. Get out of here. Collins has sent one in the air. It looks like it's playable. Man, look at that play by Bregman. He made the catch and walked down the steps. It's worked to near perfection. Yeah, he's executing it. The 0-2. Swing and a miss. Daniel Norris has retired nine in a row. Its fifth strikeout ends the sixth. Ground ball and a diving stop, Altuve. That's actually the first baseman, Guriel, will get the out, but the run will score. The 3-2 pitch. Swing a fly ball, left field. This one's fairly deep. Going back, Ioki got a chance, and it's gone a home run. Jose Iglesias with number two. He carried the big wall in left center. Tigers double up the Astros 6-3. Detroit led by number nine hitter Jose Iglesias, who lacked only a triple for the cycle. A no decision for Daniel Norris, but he pitches well as he goes into the seventh, giving up just two runs, one earned. Daniel Norris did not get the win on Wednesday, but he certainly did pitch well enough to earn one. He pitched into the seventh inning, giving up just two runs, one earned, as the Tigers double up the Astros at Minute Maid Park by a 6-3 final. Here is the Tigers starter on his effort on Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, that was that was huge for sure. I mean, it was, um, it was just a matter of making pitches when I had to, but I think I was putting too much emphasis on pitch one to where it was, like I said, counterproductive to me instead. From the fifth inning on, I just was letting the ball go and trusting my stuff, and that's where I get strike one. But before that, I was just kind of, I guess, pressing, for lack of a better term, just trying to throw strikes, being very conscious of not walking them, and then inevitably that's in the back of your head, and you, and you start doing it. And when did that click? Like in the fourth inning after you gave up the, the, yeah. the run, you just kind of said? Yeah, basically. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like going out for the fifth, um, for, yeah, the end of the fourth and then the fifth, I in my warm-up pitches, I just worked on, I mean, just kind of letting the ball go and, and not worrying about mechanics. And I was just thinking too much, basically. And then I stopped thinking, and that's when, you know, I started rolling. And that's I was kind of the pitcher I was, I've been you know, in the past. So I just got to take that in the next start from the get-go instead of finding it in the fifth inning, you know, after 80-some pitches. Did you have to think to yourself, okay, don't get – too quick with your delivery don't speed up and, and let things kind of go 100 miles yeah I think that's I think that's what I was doing in the beginning of the game was just thinking don't do this don't do that and then in the later on in like the fifth I I just stopped thinking and got in a good rhythm I think I can feel it and I went back and watched it on film it's like it's it's intense but it's not a it's not it's like a relaxed I guess controlled chaos is a good word for it um, because it was get the ball back, get it back on the mound, ready to go, and just get him out in three pitches or less instead of 
trying to hit the corner with the changeup and do this with the fat. Like, it was just too much. Yeah, your pace in the first thing was, was yeah. like a turtle because you yeah. were just, like, waiting. Wait. Which is not who I am. I'm usually too fast, and I think I was trying – I tried to compensate too much with that. How do you describe your trust in Alex Avila catching for you? Well, I mean, he's he's been doing it a long time, and and uh, he did a great job. Um, I, it's well documented. I don't shake off, but um, I didn't disagree with anything that he put down. So continued that trend, I guess. But um, I thought he did a really good job. You're a calm guy. He seems like a calm presence as well. What are the uh, exchanges like when he comes out to talk to you? Uh, a couple of times he's. Um, he came out and it was just, hey, you know, uh, we're going to make this pitch right here. Don't, you know, don't think too much. I mean, he's got that calming presence about him. And, and it, you know, you're right. He does. He comes out there and you start feeling a little bit better. And um, you just got to relax and do it. That's basically how it, how it is. You had mentioned some of the things you were looking to do in this start. Do you feel this was another step forward for you? Absolutely. I think this is a huge step forward as far as making that end game adjustment. I mean, being able to get through four pitching the way that I was for the first four innings. And then after that, pitching like I know I can, yeah, that was a huge step for sure. Thanks. Ian Kinsler had a big night for the Tigers at the top of the order, going two for five with a double and two runs scored. He spoke about the team's effort in a 6-3 victory over Houston. Man, it's always, it's always good to get it back on the winning track. Uh, you know, Daniel threw the ball well enough, kept us in the game. Uh, we kept battling out there. You know, it's, it's, it's been tough for us lately, but um, you know, came through and, and had a couple guys uh, have some big games and, and were able to break through and get a win. Got a couple of runs in the third and then in the eighth inning was when you guys got the rally going. Uh, you, you made a really heady play there uh, after the leadoff from uh, Jose Iglesias. Kind of take us through that when, when you've advanced on the onto second there on the Marisnik throw. Um, you know, honestly, it was just a mistake by him. Um, they weren't, you know, they stopped Iggy pretty early from going home and uh, he just came up firing. I mean, he's got a good arm, we all know that, and he showed it off right there, just a little too, let it go a little bit too high. And once you see that ball, um, you're always aware of the throw. You're always aware of where the first baseman's gonna be at, if, he, if he's able to cut a ball. If there's a second baseman trailing you, trying to get behind you to, to um, you know, cut the ball and, and maybe get you at first, you're try to get aware, try to be aware of all of those things. And, and once the ball goes up in the air, it takes all the guesswork out of it and you just, you just advance. Brad and I have talked about, you know, just you as a player, how you, you're always thinking of these scenarios, right? I mean, it's, maybe it's innate uh, to you, but in, especially in a game like this where it's so tight, your run ended up, uh, you know, playing big in this game. But I guess it's part of just being dialed in on, on whatever's happening. Yeah, I mean, you got to – this league's tough to win it. You got to be able to take advantage of, of anything you can, you know. So if you see something um, that you can take advantage of, you try to do it. How good was uh, Jose Iglesias tonight? He was good. He, he played. A, he played a very good game. Um, you know, it's nice to nice to have him play a good game in the nine hole right there. Uh, he got us going, and he kind of finished it off there at the end. So it was a, it was a very good game by him. We wouldn't say Iggy's power is as good as Miggy's power, would we? Uh, I think tonight. I think the Crawford boxes were the only ones that swallowed <laughs> that one up. All right, very good. And last one, I want to ask you about the, you know, the bullpen came in. You mentioned Daniel. He, he retired the last 10 he faced. And then the bullpen came in and retired seven straight before, um, you know, Justin gave up a couple there. But overall, the pitching performance of the relievers picking up what uh, Daniel had done. Um, you know, Daniel threw the ball great, like you were talking about. But um, <clears throat> for Shane to come in, it's, it's always tough for a reliever to, to sit 
after he comes into the game. Chang came in out of the bullpen. He had to go into the dugout. He had to sit. He had to go back out there and get himself loose again, and that's always very difficult for a reliever. Um, and he was lights out. I mean, he threw the ball extremely well and got us to our closer. Um, you know, I think Willie was a little rusty, hasn't pitched in a little while. Gave up a, another Crawford box home run, uh, kind of like Iggy's. But other than that, he threw the ball really well. And, and on the mound, it's always important. Go get him tomorrow. All right, thanks. With their 6-3 win against the Astros on Wednesday, the Tigers climbed back within one game of 500 at 22-23 and 23 on the season. Here is Detroit skipper Brad Ausmus talking about the win. Yeah, we definitely swung. It took a little bit of time, but uh, we got the bats going a little bit better today. Um, Miggy looked good at the plate. Uh, Kinsler had a, a big double. Iglesias, obviously, a couple big hits. Uh, so it was it was a much better a much better night. And like I said, it's a good offensive club. And you can, we're going to score runs over the course of the season. And uh, the last two games were just kind of well, team-wide slump. How important was Jordan being able to uh, – he was in a bit of a jam in the first inning, but how important was it to pitch you there? Or, excuse me, with, uh, <laughs> with Daniel? Uh, he did. He had a little trouble with his command early, a lot of off-speed early. Um, but he kind of got in the groove more in the later innings, almost you know fourth, fifth, sixth, or maybe fifth, sixth, seventh. Uh, and he actually looked stronger his last couple innings, I think, than he did earlier in the game. Mentally, with what he had talked about working on, do you feel like get him getting into the seventh inning will help him take a step forward? I think it helps. I think he, he can walk away from this game knowing uh, that he, he did a, an excellent job. He kept his, his team in the game into the seventh, um, gave up a couple runs. And uh, if he can do that on a regular basis, he's going to be pitching a long time. In the third inning, there was the error called on Alex. What was what happened there? Oh, it was a catcher's interference. The, the bat hit the glove. Pretty simple. Caught him on the wrist a little bit or mostly glove? No, it was mostly glove. He was fine. Uh, what about uh, Shane? You know, we talked about what he's been able to do over the last couple, but Shane Green appears to be finding a nice little niche there. He's, he looks good. He's looked good for a few weeks. Um, we kind of wondered where he was early on in the season because he knew that we knew the stuff was there, uh, but the command was And Now he's got the stuff and the command, and he's pitching a lot better. How would you describe Justin Upton's uh, performance tonight? Oh, he, I mean, that was a huge play in, in left center that he, that he ran down. So um, he got a lot of action tonight, but that, that's the play that stands out. And it certainly could have been a game changer had he not caught it. And overall, how would you assess uh, Justin's performance, uh, Justin Wilson? Uh, Willie, a little rusty. He hadn't pitched in, a, in about a week. So we, we were going to pitch him almost in, in any situation. In fact, we was tied. He might have come in in the end of the eighth or, be, or to start the ninth because um, he needed to get on the mound. So he had a little rust on him, uh, but he, he was able to get through it. Best of luck tomorrow, Brad. All right, thanks. The Tigers send Justin Verlander to the mound on Thursday as he opposes Mike Fires.